When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, Christian scholar Tom Bernard show with... Associate Christian, Doug Sprinthal. I'm staying out of it, Catherine Brandt. <laughs> Andy Brandt Bernard. I don't know what to say, Cassie Schrader. Uh, she wasn't here for this. I will tell you right after this, Tom Bernard show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the lovely and talented Doug Sprinthal for Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. We are on a hiring mission. Um, actually, this is the national version, so we can. Oh, I want to talk about yeah, uh, right. Wichita. If you are a certified auto mechanic, we've got some great opportunities in Wichita. At I'd have to look it up, but I think it's a Porsche and Lexus and Mercedes, and they're so desperate they are going to pay. I think a seventy-five hundred dollar signing bonus. If you're interested, go to Walzer.com. Scroll to the bottom of the page and hit careers, and then search out automotive uh, tech jobs in Wichita, and you'll have all the information right there. Or you can always email me with questions at Doug at Walzer.com. Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Instead of, instead of um, break music, I wanted to play something for Doug. Oh, oh here we go. <laughs> Sam Cates. He's been mayor of Winnipeg for six years. What has he accomplished? Not a heck of a lot. Besides delaying and flip-flopping on rapid transit and making ridiculous promises that simply aren't reasonable for Winnipeg. Sam Cates. He kicks children in the face. <laughs> oh. It's real. That's my campaign That's promise. Real. <laughs> yep. That's a real political ad. Mm-hmm. So he, he kicks been... children and in the it, face? There's a video of him playing soccer with a bunch of kids, and he accidentally kicks some kid. <laughs> and that means he, he kicks, kicks children oh, in the face. God, I just can't take these ads anymore. I, we got three more weeks of it. So three three minutes oh. into the show, we've already talked about Christianity and politics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tom Bernard runs down his own son. Yeah, <laughs> Don't know, vote for him. Sad. Tom Bernard tried to run Andy over. What's over more by... sad is that they wouldn't do it if it didn't work. In a murderous rage. Oh, it definitely works. As a matter of fact, there was a great. We had a great talk oh this morning God. about the black and white of, of news reporting. 
because yesterday on the morning show when the Scream Town thing came up and the Somali colors, which colors? Black and white. I don't care what they say. Okay. I'm a racist against white people. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> I lost my place. Uh, oh, oh the black and white of reporting. Uh, so, so Matt Dunn from Scream Town oh, right. uh, sent out a sent out a Facebook posting, which is supposed to be private, but one of his employees ratted him out. He said, "Use your best judgment with everyone else, but zero tolerance with Somalis." Because apparently a bunch of young Somalis were causing trouble and running around and scaring children at Screamtown. So Omar Jamal, the spokesperson for the Somali community, came forth and at first was calling for the license of Screamtown and all the rest of it. So yesterday on the morning show, he said, why don't you just do this? Why don't you both come on here? I'll be the moderator. We'll come to an understanding. Everything will be great, right? So yesterday they report this story like there's no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It was announced this morning when I got up that Matt Dunn and Omar Jamal had gotten together and come to an understanding, and they got it all straightened out. It's not a problem. He, he shouldn't have, you know, he shouldn't have said no tolerance for Somalis, but by the same token, Omar Jamal shouldn't have called for his license. So they got together, worked things out, and everything's great, right? Matter of fact, Matt Dunn's going to do a couple of speeches at uh, a couple of mosques, okay? Not one word about it this morning. Well, TV reported it, but not the newspapers. Wow. So, in other words, it has to be bad news yes. or they won't report it. That's true. Well, it's just you know, if, you po- uh, if you post something on Facebook that's negative, you'll get a thousand more responses than you will if you say something positive. I understand that completely. That's just how, I don't know why, that's just how people are wired, I guess, to go negative. I, I guess. Kind of, it's, I, did not, I didn't know that part of the story, and I think it's really kind of cool. I, you do have to question somebody's judgment that would write a memo that said something like that, though. I do that to you all There's the no time. Sense. You just never well, see them. apparently it was the same <laughs> issue at Valley Fair. It was, This yeah. is kind of like a yeah. thing that kids are doing i don't know if it's all somali kids or if they've Probably got i have somali, no idea i have no idea i wasn't there i have no idea but apparently they're just like hey this is happening and let's mm-hmm. not let it happen anymore yeah i mean they're scaring little children yeah. is the problem yeah don't be scaring little kids at valley fair and at scream town cut the comedy so they worked it out though right. which is great Thank i congratulate yes. both of them for working it out that's sure. wonderful the two of you got together you worked out the problem of course it was my idea but you know i'm not going to take credit for it Good. but Aren't you just doing that right now? <laughs> yes, I am. Okay. Absolutely. That's so. uh, but not neither newspaper reported on the, the agreement they came to. It was very nice, very civil. That, it was that a wonderful story. It's unbelievable. Unless I my news is phenomenal about me or the news is really bad about you, I'm not going to use it. I, I just don't understand that. It's almost like they don't want people to come together. Yeah, almost. <laughs> it's almost, almost like, like that. they don't want that. Okay, so Cassie wanted to know. We were kidding around about the old Christian scholar thing, which we're not kidding, by the way. We are Christian scholars. We took a, a test. Ask us a question. Ask us any question about Christianity. Oh, geez. You put me on the spot here. Who came up with the saying, for Christ's sake? <laughs> what Archie Bunker? I'm pretty sure it was Toots. I think, I think it was my. Mother. I've actually been asked this question: What does the H stand for in Jesus H Christ? <laughs> I love it, Horatio. Jesus it H does. Christ. It is. It Horatio. is Horatio. Yeah. Where did How that do you come? know that? I don't know. Just one of those things you just know. Jesus Horatio Christ. <laughs> um, but yeah, we took the test. We got three out of forty wrong, and the three we got wrong, wrong were actually pretty easy. We pretty just didn't really pay a whole lot of attention. No, oh, I didn't know we got any wrong. We got three wrong. I came in, answered two correctly, and then went and got that water. So then Andy answered correctly, and the, well, the only three we got wrong were how many books of the Bible separated into, and now there's been a discussion about that because the test oh. said two, but. The are Testament, they books or are they testaments? Because I thought all those other things were the book of yeah. Job and the book of whatever. Why well, I love it had an yeah. album 20 years ago called Joshua Judges Ruth, and I thought well, that's kind of a cool name for an album. And there's a reason this person for it. I said, yeah, those are books in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, very clever there, Lyle. I like it. It works for me. Uh, we were talking about Jesus. Speaking of Jews, Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> Come on, it's a good segue. segue. It's a good segue. Yeah. 
Harvey Weinstein still faces charges of sexual assault, but he now faces one fewer of them. A judge in Manhattan on Thursday dismissed the allegations brought against the former Hollywood mogul by one of three women, reports Variety. An actress named Lucia Evans had accused Weinstein of forcing her to perform oral sex, but defense lawyers said she offered conflicting accounts and accused prosecutors of failing to disclose a witness capable of casting doubt on the claims. Oh, all of a sudden there's a witness. Well, wait a minute. When I was watching, (laughs) that was me. (laughs) What? Here's the problem. Here's the big problem with that. You doing that, lying about, you know, in your case, me too, hurts women more than it hurts men, lady. That's right. What are you doing? If she was lying. Well, it says here that they have proof that it never happened. Oh, well, then. The upshot That's is that Judge good. James Burke agreed to dismiss one of six criminal charges against Weinstein. We are moving full steam ahead. Prosecutor Joan Eluzzi Orban uh, told the judge after the development. Weinstein attorney Benjamin Braffman. Did he hire a Jewish attorney? Thank you very much. Great to be here. There's Jesus, Weinstein, and Braffman. So it's good. Jesus wasn't Jesus was a That's Jew. Right. That's right. Yeah, what? There was really right. no alternative at the time. Right. No, there was. Yeah, that's right. No, I got right. it backwards in my head. You did right. Oh, the Christian. That Jesus killed the Jews. Way to go. Sorry. Way to go, Doug. Thought you're bringing that up. Uh, one of my favorite things about the Jesus Christ superstar: prove to me that you're no fool. Walk across my swimming pool. <laughs> you know, I played in a semi-pro love it. version of that when I was in high school and just, I Jesus love that musical. Christ. I was in the orchestra. I played musical. guitar. It's a great musical. And it was, yeah. I think that was uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber's first. That's what kind of made right. him. I think you are right. Him and Tim Rice. Andy, what's our actual count on the clock? We're going to 11. We're going to just 11. Just like okay. in the tab. 11. It's, a, it's one number higher, isn't it? I love that so much. So, yeah, uh, apparently, yeah, yeah, but I would like to say this. Look, I'm, again, I wasn't there. I'm not judging anybody. But if I were a woman, I would not be happy about another woman doing that because bringing any doubt is not a good thing. Right? Mm-hmm. That right. makes sense. Just be, don't be doing that stuff, man. It's unbelievable. It's every day a problem with all of you hun yucks. What? That's my hun yuck story. Okay. <laughs> Wow. I love that word, hun yuck. is phenomenal. Yes, you hun yuck. Yeah, yeah. What is a hun yuck? Is that like a... We were hoping you'd question. know. I what don't know. What is a hun yuck? H-U-N-Y-U-K, isn't it? I'm sure it's not a name, like a word you hun-yuk? made up. I've never heard <laughs> anyone know. say it but you. Although, I, I did meet a guy one time that said hun yak. What kind of hun yak are you? Hun yak and hun yuck are both... Alternative forms. Etymology, let's see. Oh, a derogatory term for someone of Hungarian or Eastern European descent. Hunyak. Well, that's one of the possible... (laughs) Catherine's a Hunyak. One of the possible origins, yeah. It's a a portmanteau of Hungarian and Polak. Hunyak. Oh, Mike Bielski's a Hunyak. Do you like... (laughs) Phenomenal. The Urban Dictionary says a derogatory term for someone of... Of Hungarian or Eastern European descent, especially an immigrant. <laughs> I don't well, think that's a politically correct word. I, I always use it as a term of calling someone like an idiot or being What's, stupid. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you hunyuk. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oops. Historically, uh, <laughs> it refers to immigrant homesteaders farming hardscrabble because they, I don't know, Hardscrabble basically means crappy land. Yes. Um, and for some reason, <laughs> they tried to farm it and were stubborn about it. Pilgrims. Well, that too. Pilgrims. How come, you know, there's Pilgrims Pride. What, what is that? Is that a turkey or something? Pilgrims What's Pilgrims Pride? Pride? Was a, I it was, it was a book. or something. What? It is no. a, the title of a book. But, but it's but. also yeah. a product. Pilgrims yeah. Pride. I, oh, I think oh. you know. Yeah. yeah. Sounds um, familiar. Is it bread? Big buckles? Chicken. It is chicken. Pilgrim's Pride. Yeah, there you go. It's chicken. Pilgrim's Pride chicken. I thought so. It's... Oh, yeah. I feel like I know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now. Now she knows it. They made $700 million last year, so they're doing all right. No wonder they have pride. Oh, they, bought, yeah. they bought Golden Plump. Oh, they did? Oh, really? So. Oh, my God. I remember oh. back in college, there was a boycott on Golden Plump and the 
slogan was "Turn your rump on gold and plump." Oh, Why were they mad that. at them? Do you remember? I'm sure it was wages or something. College oh, students, they're always mad. I know. Every day you'd go into uh, Coffin Union, you'd see the what? Are, what are we protesting yeah. about today? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was a Somali thing, actually. The Somali worker? No, it was a Somali workers at Gold and Plump. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe. Well, I mean, unless it made a, a comeback during that era, I, I don't know. No That's idea. a possibility. Maybe it was already there, and they just use it again. Well, I, I know they had idea. they had that issue at the Hormel plant in um, P one back yeah. in those days. Well, no, the because uh, I guess was there a lot of Somali women that worked on the I don't know. something they wanted to wear their oh right and right. they were worried about safety issues of them getting caught in, in the, the conveyor belt. Yeah. And yeah. I remember there was like a huge thing, and care was involved. Oh my God, care eleven. Well, it seems no, reasonable. You're not. Care. Oh, C A I R. Well, yeah. technically, yeah. the correct thing to do there would be let them do it. One of them gets caught in the machinery, and everyone realizes it's a bad idea. And then they get sued for millions. Yeah, oh, it's just bad. That's well, the problem. That's just... how it always goes. Yeah. Tie thought, that stuff up. I was hoping Care 11 was involved because then I'd go, those sons of bitches. <laughs> they're oh, not huge fans. Well, they're, I don't know what I ever did to them. They have never been huge fans of mine. Well, Maybe because that, you're just so me. sweet and pleasant. <laughs> I'm always sweet and pleasant. You know, just because one That's of your anchors looks like Margaret Hamilton. There not we my go. Fault. Anyway, move. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, thought yep, you Golden yep. Valley people always stuck together. Apparently not. Just don't That's mistake. Really don't mistake Valley. Catherine Brandt for Tom Bernard. That's, That's like all Brooke I say. Viewer. I don't know what the hell that is over there. But no, I used to go there all the time when Paul Majors worked there. And matter of fact, a bunch of people I knew worked there. Well, at the time, Frank Vassalero worked there. Yeah. So I used to go over there all the time. And then all of a sudden, I don't know. Paul and I got in an argument on something since that day. It's been. Tom's the worst human being ever. Did Passolt work there before he went yes. to Colorado? Yeah, he was a sports guy there. Yeah. In the, yeah, so I used to go there all the time when, when Pass was around, too. The two I hung out, well, the three, actually. I've never hung out at Channel 9, but I've hung out at 4, 5, and 11 because I worked at Channel 5 as the voiceover guy for three decades. Uh, Channel 4 because of uh, Don Shelby and you know, Mark Rosen and those fine folks. And then uh, 11, I hung out there because of Paul Majors and Jeff Passolt and and Cliff. Uh, then, well, I've, he was still Cliff then. He wasn't Lauren yet. Uh, when he first started working there. And, of course, you know, Passolt's brother, the cameraman, Matt Passolt. Matt Passolt. Matt, right. Matt. Matt, he bought a car from us a few years ago Matt at J-Lo's place. Yeah. The greatest thing about Matt Passolt to this day, we only have 20 seconds, is Jeff used to do a brilliant impression of... Uh, of Coach Uncle Burnsy, Jerry right. Burns. Mm-hmm. When Matt tried it, it was hilarious. Like, yeah, let me tell you, I'm coming down to talk to you. So it wasn't even close. <laughs> it's like, Matt, really? We'll be right back, Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski, who's here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get and use from North American Banking Company called XCheck. Tom, it's a payment app we developed. We wanted to simple application that was safe and secure, easy to use, and a way in which you could pay the kid who cuts your grass, shovels your snow, way you could split a dinner check without having to exchange cash, without having to write a check. The app processes the payment, puts it right into the receiver's account literally the same day. It's free to our customers. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, celebrating 20 years of providing a better banking experience. Check out nabankco.com slash kq for more about XCheck. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Mike is a disaster. Now, wait a minute. You better cut out that. <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. 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 Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Whiting Clinic has changed their name to include their two specialties, LASIK and cataract surgery. Whiting Clinic is best known for their amazing LASIK results and ability to enhance thousands of lives by restoring vision to clarity without the need for glasses or contacts. You've heard me rave about them for years. You know that. But did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm a perfect example of their good work. You know what I'm saying. I see so clearly now. When my clear LASIK vision started to fade due to cataracts, Whiting Clinic took care of me again 
and have the most advanced lens technology so I can see far, away, and up close without wearing any glasses. If you're over 60 and have noticed your vision starting to fade, call the experts at Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. To learn more about your options for cataract surgery and clearer vision, visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020. That's 855-554-2020. And please tell them Tom sent you. I, I did not get a reference from uh, from Joe. Uh, did you get another concussion? What the hell is that supposed to mean? You pill. Mm. He asked me if I got another concussion. Well, we never know. What? I have to have hernia surgery. You do? Yes. I had a full physical yesterday, and they found that a hernia. Ugh. That's the kind they said it's the, the little hole like the that. turn your head and cough mm-hmm. caught us? Oh, God, I'm telling you, about 50 times. You kept going. 50 and, times? And, oh, no, 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 I'm not kidding you. I <laughs> coughed at least what? 50 times because um, he was going at it from every angle. <laughs> um, maybe you want a nurse in that Ooh, office gotta... next time you go. <laughs> oh, here we go. Tom joins the Me Too movement. It was kind of like this. Who's the exact? Uh, no, wait a minute. Professional One doctor. more time. Yeah. Oh, Tilt your head really? a little this way. Yeah, all right. God. Let me readjust Cover your my eyes. Grip. <laughs> no. You guys are mean. That's all I have to say. Oh, God. How does this feel? Did he say that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does the optometrist say when he's having sex? What? Is it better like this or like this? <laughs> like this? I like this. Better or worse. I had a guy who sounded just like <laughs> Peter Laurie when I was a teenager give me an eye exam. And I'm Go not kidding. Don't to the right. right. <laughs> Which looks better? Which looks better? I'm like, Jesus. Yeah, Peter. For young people, Peter Laurie was a... Uh, was Igor, wasn't he? Yeah. Was he Igor? He was a short, bug-eyed guy. Yeah. Right? He was yeah. Uh, master. Yeah, he yeah. was. played a lot of villains. And, and a lot of villains, yeah. A lot of villains. Yeah, he was Kaleo. I was Kaleo. Yeah, he was kind of creepy looking. He was Hungary-ish. Hungarian. He was a Hunyuk? Well, he was, he a, was hun- a Hunyuk. Yeah, <laughs> he was a Hunyuk. He was exactly. a Hungarian immigrant. There he was you go. But I don't know if he ever tried to farm hard scrabble. He was a Hunyuk of the first order. <laughs> Wasn't he in the Maltese Falcon? The Maltese I think he Falcon? Was, yep. I think so, yep. That was a good movie. He was in a ton of movies. Was, he, he was also in Cas- Casablanca. Casablanca, I believe yes, he was. so, yeah. I, uh, and he was in the Maltese Falcon. Catherine and I have been having a, a great run of watching older movies and the things that people say to one another in movies. Oh my God! Yeah, we're trying to stay away from television with the political ads. Seriously, I can't. I can't take it. We've been watching like, every old movie. Yeah, we're going back to the '30s to find something to watch. You know who's a lion sack? That guy. It's like, come on, man, let it go, will you? You no. lying scumbags. Why don't you go on and tell me what you're going to do instead of how horrible your opponent is? Well, it must work. I guess people must fall yeah. for it because well, all of them do it now. I remember when I first became aware of negative political ads, I was like, well, they couldn't say it if it's not true, right? Oh, That's what yes, people they think. Can. Yes, yeah, they can. Naive. Very naive. Yeah, the law, they didn't used to be able to, but then the, uh, the New York Times got in trouble for it, and then the Jury or the uh, the justice system was like, well, now anyone can say anything. Yeah, because the New York we Times. wouldn't want our New York Times buddies to get in trouble, right? Worst newspaper on earth, actually. But other than that, <clears throat> um, yesterday, good yeah. crossword puzzle, though. Yeah, yeah the New York true. Times crossword. I suppose that is, that is true. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I just wish we could have some even keel reporting of any of those ass white deals. <laughs> Uh huh. Ass wipe deals. There's another concussion what? right there. Grant Wilson's on the phone. No, he'll be calling. Well, he's going to be calling. Yes. Oh, that's. Oh, Dave's going to be at that. Yes, that's the event that Dave is going to be at in Manoma, Minnesota. What? At the shooting circus. Yeah, Grant Wilson from Ghost Hunters. He was on Ghost Hunters for eight seasons. And so he's going to call in and talk. There's going to be a lot of people at this event. What's the name of the event? It's called Paracon. It's like the ninth annual Paracon. It's called Cassie's Not Here, Part 7. Yeah, I couldn't make it this this weekend with my health issues and stuff like that. I just couldn't handle the drive. I hear they're getting sued by the Pear Farmers Union. That's what I heard. The what? Pear Farmers Union? What? Paracon? 
Are they? No. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> I'm confused. All Andy. right, moving forward. That yeah. went right <laughs> over my God. head. Went over everybody's well, yeah, head. Yeah, it's because it was sort of at a different time. So yes, I'm yeah. too good at uh, deadpan. Very Stephen Wrightish of you. Yeah. Yes. I love Stephen Wright. Me too. I do too. <laughs> yesterday on the morning show, and I, I was getting a physical. That's why I wasn't on the show yesterday. I was getting a physical. Yeah. Yes, we heard yeah. all about it. <laughs> yes, we did. Not sure if that was a physical. <laughs> That's Hep- not the only part of the physical. Have you had a hernia before? Aww. Yes. Is twice. it the same well, one? Yeah, once yep. you have a hernia, you've got like weak spots, one. I guess, and you're mm, more susceptible indeed. to them. That's the same place I had the hydro seal, too. Oh, oh wow. God. It was wonderful. That was really fun for well, me. My sack was the size of a basketball, but other than that. Uh, but yeah. anyway, here's what happened yesterday. I went under the emergency the room. Dressings. I'm glad this isn't a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> well. What? Oh, you mean sorry. Look here, what happened? Yeah. So I'm trying. This is talking about politics and the way they are today. So I was talking about Catherine. Speaking of hernias. Catherine and the kids uh, <laughs> and I went to Mount Vernon and saw where George Washington died, the bed he died in, and all that. His and I made the comment: the slave quarters out back really depressed the hell out of me, and because you know they were not that. Bigger houses, and there were like eight beds racked up on the wow. wall. It was like a stable. It was like a stable. Was. Yeah, and I said, you know, I don't know if the guy knows this or not, but I don't. I kind of like exaggerate. So I said, yeah, I mean, Jesus is like living in a shoebox for God's sake. This guy writes in and says, I can't believe you, far lefties. You're all out of your minds. You may. You're even left of Amy Klobuchar. He was all mad yeah, at me, I right? I was listening. So check out the next. Did you hear the next one? Uh-uh. So a guy sent a text message to Scott, or to me, not that it was Scott. It was me. He sent a message to me that said, who was that guy who said that? That's ridiculous. You are by far the biggest far-right jackass in the entire state. It's like, I can't wow. win. Yeah. I cannot win. I'm either way far right well, or way far left. It explains why you're at war with yourself at all times. Yes, that's exactly right. But it's like, this state is so screwed up. If you don't agree with me, I hate you, and yeah. you're, this is what you are. Oh. I, I heard the, the first guy that rode in to talk yeah. about how they actually had it pretty good. I'm like, oh, yeah. That's what he said. Those wonderful slaves frolic in the, in the fields. I mean, he <laughs> basically got mad at me because slavery depresses me. Yeah. That's why he got mad at me. Because slavery makes me well, sad. Oh, odd. sorry. <laughs> you sorry. horrible, horrible child kicker. <laughs> sorry that I don't want people to be enslaved. Is yeah. that okay with you? Don't you know you're supposed to walk around with those confetti poppers and every time somebody announces oh, slavery, right. just pop them and celebrate. I, I mean, like come it. on. What do you <laughs> I like it. Works for it me. There's no sense. doubt. I just, I, yeah, seriously, that has happened to me so many times now. Either I'm way far left or I'm way far right. And when actually I'm pretty much in the center. That is it. I don't. I think that's kind of the problem. That I'm in the center? Yes. Probably people, true, yeah, yeah. People on the left, people on the right don't like people in the center because then that means that you don't see everything from their point of that's view. That's what Jedediah said to me this morning. She, um, oh, what the hell is her name? Abila. Jedediah Abila. She's on The View and Outnumbered and all those shows. She wrote a book about the fact that she has shut down social media completely. Mm-hmm. She said, I'm not doing it anymore. Because it is mean-spirited as hell. There's nothing positive that ever goes. Unless you're saying hello to your friends and stuff. I suppose that's a good part of it. I sell, it, I sell a bunch of cars off that. People off of, mess, off, of off Facebook. Really? People really? message me all the time. Mm. Well, that's, you know, that's Facebook a good, that's isn't nearly as bad as Twitter. No, Twitter is the worst. worst. Twitter yeah. is terrible. It's not usable, basically, just because it's constant madness about everything and you never have to answer for your uh comment no you can say whatever you, you want and whatever you everyone want. just forgets about it because it's they don't terrible. care <clears throat> although to be fair terrible. they care they forget about basically everything the outrage of the week i did have one guy many many years ago threaten to come and beat me up on twitter <laughs> And so they tracked him down because you can't be threatening public figures. It's not. Oh, you can. That's the one thing you no, can't you do cannot. in America. So okay. They they on looked up. His, they got a picture of him for me. 
He was only slightly bigger than this pop <laughs> bottle. Uh, this guy's just a little tiny guy. Who's, I'm going to come and kick your ass. Like, no, you're not. He could be one of those Hispanic flyweights, though. You could be. Ooh, those guys can so throw. Fast, they get fast yeah. punches, yeah. man. Yeah. You won't I, wouldn't want, coming. I wouldn't want to get it. Fast punches. Those guys. Oh, God, no. They hit you about 800 times <laughs> yeah. before you even know you've been hit. Do they ever do, like, cross-weight class boxing matches? Uh, yes. They do? They do? Yeah, they do. There are five levels of, like... Do they ever do flyweight versus, like, heavyweight? super heavyweight? No. No, they do not do that, what's, what's but they're a, a bunch in the middle. What's the difference? What's a flyweight? Like, under... The lightest you can... Yeah, I think it's the like lightest. 100 class. pounds or something? Like 100, 100 pounds? pounds? Yeah, it's oh, like 100 pounds. Flyweight is something insanely thin. It is really... And then what's a heavyweight? Let's see here. 220, I think. Oh. Well, there's a bunch of different... Um, That'd be There's, pretty hard for a. Uh, the lowest is light minimum weight or atom weight, and that's one hundred two pounds. Atom weight under what? One hundred two pounds, and then yeah. every three pounds. Yeah. <laughs> every three pounds is another class. It is. So there's minimum weight, yeah. light flyweight, flyweight, super flyweight, super fly, bantam weight, super bantam, feather, super feather, light, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The highest is cruiser weight. Which is only two hundred pounds. No, cruiserweight's not the highest. Yeah, heavyweight, is. heavyweight is is beyond cruiserweight. Oh, heavyweight is oh, I yeah, I see. I think. Uh, heavyweight is unlimited. Unlimited. Yeah, but it starts at two twenty, doesn't it? Uh, it starts at two hundred. Two cruiserweight is up I to two hundred. Ali was like barely over yeah, two hundred. Yeah, fought. back when he was fought, that's absolutely. The true. weird thing is between light heavyweight and cruiserweight, it's twenty five pounds. That seems kind of unfair. Yeah, I know. You're in the same weight class, even though the other guy's 20 pounds heavier than you? This story keeps popping up, and I don't want to click on it because it looks too depressing. Does anybody know what happened to Bodie and Morgan Miller? I don't know who those are. Bodie Miller was the skier. Uh, yeah, his uh, one of their kids died. Yeah, in the oh, swimming pool swimming or something. Pool. Yeah. It was a couple of weeks yeah. ago, though. God. It was longer than that, I think. That's terrible. Oh, yeah, their son. Wasn't that a while ago? Uh, oh, wait. Four months their, after the death of their daughter. Yeah, yeah their daughter drowned. And Terrible. then they, had, they just had a boy. Oh, they just had a little boy? Mm-hmm. Oh, that is just unbelievable. A couple and their three-year-old son, Nash, embrace what today deems a little light in the darkness. Uh, the 19-month-old daughter drowned yep. at a neighbor's home. How the hell did a 19-month-old get in the pool? Well, I remember we used to have a neighbor whose little kid, I mean, she was a tiny little thing, and she was walking, and she was very, very hyperactive, and she mm-hmm. learned how to get out of her window in her bedroom. Uh-huh. And one time they found her in a field far, far oh. away from the house. Oh. In the middle of the night, she would get up and, and just and she? leave. She was around two. Oh, man. Two to three. Don't they tell had, me they had to, They had to, like, nail everything shut or she could get out. That's what we did with Andy. We just nailed it shut so mm-hmm. he couldn't get out. I just put all the and locks even way up at the top of the doors so that he couldn't figure out how to get them <laughs> Oh, yeah, you need. <laughs> just something you couldn't reach. Because <laughs> otherwise Andy was going to pick the lock yeah. every time. Sam very is sad. on the phone. Very, very sad. Who's on the phone? Sam Wilson, it says. Oh, it's Grant. Grant. <laughs> Grant Wilson. Oh, it says Sam this, Wilson? Uh, this system isn't so great at the voice recognition. Okay. okay. Voice recognition says your name is Sam now, Grant, so we're just going to call you Sam <laughs> your Wilson. alias of the day. Is that all right with you? <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> oh, what was, the one, what was the one a couple of days ago, Andy? It was way off. Yeah, it's like he said it was calling from, like, Laser something, laser yeah. view. <laughs> There's a guy calling from Laser View. And what was it? I don't even it? remember what it was. Close to Rhode Island. Alto. <laughs> yeah, Laser View, Rhode Island. Yeah, it was something not even remotely close to. I think, oh, it was James Swallow. James Swallow. It was James Swallow. You're right. And he was calling from London. For some reason, I thought he said he was calling from Laser View. That's laser very, View or very... London something. Yeah. Grant Wilson, Ghost Stories. Oh, tell me about the Shooting Star Casino event. I want to hear about that. Hey, how are you guys? <laughs> Marvelous. How are you? <laughs> great, great. Yeah, I'm walking around the Shooting Star Casino right now. Oh, you are? Okay. set up uh, for um, Paracon 2018, which is a fun event with, um, you know, a lot of the paranormal, you know, I don't know if you want to call them experts or whatever, TV people, and including myself. You come out and hang out. It's great because... 
there's so much interaction with everybody here. You know, they don't they don't hide away in their rooms. They're out and engaging, and there are amazing lectures all day uh, that'll really kind of make you raise an eyebrow and think about reality a little differently. But uh-huh. it's a great event. It, the casino is is very accommodating, and and uh, you know, I really encourage people to come out. It's I think this is my sixth time yep. being a guest here, and it's one of my yep. favorites. I love. It. We will take yeah. a very, very quick break, Grant, and we'll come back. You, we have an entire segment with you. You, Do you have uh, 15 minutes? I absolutely do. Wonderful. Be right back with Grant Wilson. Shooting Star Casino, the event. Uh, what, what night's uh, the event? I believe it's, uh, it's, it starts tonight. And I goes believe. through Saturday? I believe so. Thursday, Friday, Saturday yeah, event, Grant? Yep, it ends, uh, it ends on Saturday night. So, Excellent. Yeah. We'll be right back. More with Grant Wilson right after this Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry, this 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Pretty superstitious. Silly superstitions. Ladies and gentlemen, Sam Grant. No, just kidding. Grant Wilson is with us. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, seriously, our voice recognition on our phones is just, it's bizarre. Wow. It's just like asking Siri something. It's like she has no idea what I'm ever saying. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Grant, so I get messages from people. One of the advertisers on this show just sent me a message, a text message. (laughs) I don't know. You guys are mentally ill at advertising the show. Michael Bryant (laughs) sends me the message, when is your surgery? I'm safe in Charleston, South Carolina. Windy, but nice. How did you tie all that in together? He is the oddest texter. He really is. He's a bizarre texter, man. So, Grant, I want. So, you're 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 wandering around. You're setting things up for tonight. Is that what you're doing? Uh, So, I'm 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 one of the attendees here, one of the guests. So, um, uh, I'm just wandering around, making sure everything's going well. You know, my friends are arriving. Um, you know, if, you, if you're into the paranormal TV scene, mm-hmm. uh, it's a fun event. You know, there's people like myself from Ghost Hunters, Steve Gonzalez, Dave Tango from Ghost Hunters. There's Nick Groff from Ghost Adventures and Paranormal Lockdown, Elizabeth Saint from Shepherdstown, John Zaffis, Chip Coffee, all these amazing paranormal people. And you get to kind of just hang out all weekend with them, you know, so um, listen to them talk, you know have pictures with them and, right. and just chat. Grant, yeah, it's a good I, event. We had a thing this morning cuz you know this being Halloween coming up and all the rest of it and I did put out Francine our 20 foot uh, blow up witch that we put in front of our house. I put her out yesterday and nice. we're putting all the decorations up and all the rest of it. And there was on the morning show this morning there was a uh, a quiz about the 10 things that people are most afraid of. And how many people have seen go? Now, here's here, this is what I want to ask you first, Grant. And Cassie, you can chime in, too. Okay. Um, they say that only 20% of men claim they've seen a ghost, whereas 35% of women say they've seen a ghost. But the difference between the men and the women is 
and this is what they said, not me. They said, men are four times more likely to run away screaming after they've seen a ghost than women. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they said. Do you think that's true, Grant? I I do, I do. I mean, mean, (laughs) great, great. Well, um, there's something where guys, you know, if they can't, if they can't physically confront it, they oh, don't know yeah. how to handle it, so they um, run away. Makes sense. But um, yeah, having been on TV for a while, you know, we see the the uh, demographic, and yeah, there's a lot more women are interested in this than yeah. men. I think yep. men are confused by it, um, especially typically being more logical. But um, you know, women uh, are fascinated by it, and I think they might be, you know. If you believe that there's sensitivity to it and psychicness, mm-hmm. you know, I think they might be more prone to that than, than guys yeah. would be. Yeah, that would make yeah. sense. Well, to women are probably that. like, hi, are you okay? Yes, I try and conversate <laughs> with the ghost. I'll, I'll chase handle. them down and say, wait, I want to talk to you. <laughs> what happened to your head? Yeah. yeah really. <laughs> What'd you say your name was? Lucifer, nice to meet you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lucifer. <laughs> um, yeah, they gave us the, the 10 things that people are most afraid of. And I, I only have fear of one thing, but it's in a very particular instance. If I'm very high in a building outside, yeah. I don't like that. Being outside, mm. like, or when Catherine's driving up Pikes Peak and she's like basically <laughs> the right wheel is hanging over the edge of the cliff. I never yeah. did that. He's lying. Oh my God. I looked down. I was like two miles straight down. I've was, ridden, was, ridden yeah. with your wife before and I get the same feeling on flat ground. <laughs> yeah, there you hey. go. <laughs> What? I kind of developed a fear of heights over the years for some reason. It's just really, I just don't like really, heights anymore. I know. Even though, what? When was that? I was in Florida or something, and um, I wanted to get into your room, but the door was locked. Yeah, so you climbed around so the outside I climbed, of the building. I climbed out onto the balcony and then climbed from my balcony to your balcony. I remember that. What? Yeah. You don't remember that? <laughs> you don't remember Why him did you doing do that? this? I block out things that cause 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 I was me. A dumb kid. Problems. It's all in my true. life. So I just... yeah, I guess I wasn't always afraid of heights. I just I don't know. I guess I understand them better now. Yes, probably. Grant Wilson, ladies and gentlemen, eight seasons, uh, Ghost Hunters. Um, the only time I could claim that maybe I saw a ghost, but I don't know if this qualifies or not, but I was very close to my great-grandmother. <clears throat> my great-grandmother was exactly 100 years older than me. She died at, at 104. I was four years old, obviously, when she died. And I remember we were in Long Prairie, Minnesota for her funeral. We came back home. We lived uh, downtown, 1200 Spruce Place, as a matter of fact. And that night, I remember I woke up, and she was standing at the end of my bed. So would that qualify as a ghost? Uh, well, yeah. The thing is, you don't that, – that's a good story. A lot of people, um, when they're confronted with the paranormal, they, they kind of jump to what Hollywood has taught us. They're oh, all creepy, yeah. crazy, yeah. and things crawling on ceilings. When most stories are like this, they're actually beautiful. And if you think of them as less as things and more as people – um, this stuff starts to become less strange. And yeah. like, I mean, there's absolutely a reason why she would appear to you. Now, scientifically, you know, there may be a hundred reasons why your brain saw her when she wasn't really there. All we right. don't know. And it's just, there's no harm in thinking that she was actually there to say hi or check up on you. No, no question. I tell you one thing, Grant, though, that was really stunning. I never even thought of this until just a couple of years ago. As I said, she was born a hundred years before me. She was born in 1851. She was a teenager when Lincoln was president. (laughs) What? I mean, looking back at that, it's psychotic. Did she have a thing for guys in stovepipe hats? (laughs) Yeah, they had to have a long beard. Yeah, I I never even thought about it. She saw the automobile come. She saw the automobile come and go, flight people in on the moon, probably. Like, holy cow. I know. Yeah, well, she didn't quite catch it. She died in 1956, I think it was. Okay, so she didn't see the moon landing. She didn't see the moon landing, but she saw planes and automobiles and Abraham. She dated Abraham Lincoln when she was 14. (laughs) I can't imagine (laughs) what it would be like to be born before cars and then live to see airplanes. See, my great uncle, who I'm named after, was 
born in 1880 and died in 1981. And I asked him that question when I was 15. I said, what was the biggest invention of your lifetime? You've seen the radio, the telegraph, the television, rock and roll, nuclear wars, airplanes, all this sort of stuff. Without missing a beat, he says. And he was probably 96 at the time. Oh, it's easy, lad. I'm a bit old to enjoy it for myself, but it'd be wonderful. You asked to be the birth control yeah. pill. <laughs> <laughs> there was actually well. a foolproof plant back in the Roman Empire that worked as a birth control pill. It is now extinct yeah. because oh, they really? ate it all. Huh. Yep. Those so horny people have always liked birth Romans. control. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> But you don't know. You know who doesn't need birth control is ghosts. So let's back to that topic. <laughs> what? We're kind of All unable to keep on track no, today. No, I, I think. But seriously, I think we are on track because, as Grant said, if you just incorporate it into everyday life instead of trying to say, "Oh yeah, we it's it's horrendous always." It's not always horrendous, and I think that's important to point well, out. To bring it all around, what's funny is, I, you know, I've been investigating the paranormal for 30 years, you know, a lot of crazy stuff. And when people ask me what's the scariest thing you've ever seen, I said childbirth. So it all comes around. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's that's a good argument. Well, Grant, what is one of probably the, in the paranormal world, what is one of the most freaky, freaked out experiences you had investigating a location? Um, well, see, the paranormal really doesn't scare me. The living people do. And so when <laughs> you get in these situations with a client that are really crazy, you know, um, yeah, I've been in, in occult-type situations where there was a, a town in Vermont where the whole town was was kind of in this cult together, and they were doing practices on this woman renting a house, and, and we got the whole town chased us out of there. And, and there are situations like, like that. I mean... Uh, more more often than not, what people encounter is just what we would call a dead person. So you can just reason with them like a regular person. But every once in a while, there's some stuff that's crazy. I mean, I had in Italy when I lived there, there was a, a nine-year-old girl that was talking like a sailor and, and tossing around furniture that would take two grown men to move. And, you know, it took four grown men to restrain her without hurting her nine-year-old body. And, uh, you know, we did a, an exorcism, and, and she slept for two days, and, you know, there's stuff like that. But it's just, it's just another day at the office. Oh, you, you know, know, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, you know, it all works out in the end. I, I just, yeah. I don't know, the whole thing fascinates like, like, well, no, I'm just thinking about the fact that some people are terrified of it. I am not, I would not be afraid of ghosts, and maybe that is no. because, Grant, that, I, I did see my great-grandmother standing at the ed, end of my bed, and maybe because of that, I mean, I don't know if she was there or not, whatever, but I wasn't scared of her, obviously, so maybe that's why I'm not afraid of the idea of ghosts, maybe. It makes sense. Like I said, if you think of them as people, like, imagine walking through a hotel at night, and you hear footsteps run down the hallway and a child laughing. Like, the, the knee-jerk reaction for most people is that's terrifyingly creepy, you know, children's laughter evokes stuff from every horror movie you've ever seen. But if you erase all that and just think if an actual living child ran by and laughed, that wouldn't creep you out. No. It's just a kid nope. having a good time, you know? I so agree. it's about a um, shift of mentality. And, but there is some weird stuff that goes on outside of the, the dead people. There's, there's a lot of weird stuff out there. But more often than not, you'll just interact with someone who's, who's passed away or what we call residual energy where... There's no intelligence behind it. It's mm -hmm. just like a movie that plays back and forth. Yeah, so. Yeah, that would make that would make complete sense to me. When when did you yeah. begin begin to become interested? In, when did you become interested in in uh, you know ghost hunting? And how old were you? I was 15 when it kind of just got thrust on me. Um, ghosts to me were campfire stories and Halloween. You know, I didn't really think much about it. And then I started mm -hmm. having these intense experiences when I was 15 kept seeing this thing in the woods and my friends weren't seeing it but i was and i don't consider myself psychic in any way but this thing i was seeing started to mimic one of my friends and i told my friend to stand behind me and i proceeded to tell him what he was doing because this figure was imitating him and 
And that just got my, you know, I, I, if you have a logical brain in your body, you have to figure out what's going on. And so I started researching and, and found the only way to really understand what was happening to me, um, it, I would have to go into other people's homes and help them. So I would go in and exchange comfort and understanding about what's going on in exchange for exposure to the paranormal to help me get more answers. And it just kind of went from there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that makes total sense. To, I don't know. To tell you the truth, I don't know why I didn't, um, once I grew old, cause I was again, four when that happened. So when I got older, I'm kind of surprised that I didn't become m- more involved in it or more interested in it. But I, th- I think once again, if this makes sense to you, Grant, it just didn't have a huge impact on me because I was only four, so I kind of thought, well, she was here. You know what I mean? Right, right. I mean, your story makes sense. There was, there was kind of closure built into it. You know? Right, right, exactly. You're young, and you see Grandma. Okay, there's no mystery to it. You know, as you grow up, you learn that a lot of people around you believe that when we pass on, you know, we can still visit each other. But if it was a, a situation that left you scratching your head, and every time you looked for an answer, you couldn't find one, that would probably have ignited uh, more of a passion for it, sure. I would think, and I, yeah, I'm one of those kind of guys, I was just asked, as a matter of fact, yesterday, if I believed in um, the devil, because at Halloween, you know, the mm-hmm. devil pops up and all that stuff. And I said, actually, I don't. And the reason I, there's a very specific reason why I don't, is because I don't wish to believe anybody deserves to be treated that way for eternity. You know what I mean? It's just too sad yeah. for me to, to contemplate that. So if there is a chance that, that people do have uh, some form of existence after they die, whether they're ghosts or spirit, whatever they are, I, th- I don't know if it's true or not, but it would be great if it is. Hey, I think, I think you're right on. Like, uh, to me, the concept of, of being sorted into heaven or hell when we die is, is antiquated and makes no sense. Right, right. If we continue, there would be a path for us to progress or explore ourselves, the universe, whatever, uh, and grow. And honestly, I think uh, blaming everything on the devil is kind of a cop-out. Right, right. Uh, you know, like you, 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 you're not taking responsibility for your own actions. I think more often than not, in my mind, uh, evil is a combination of, of you know, circumstantial things, but also just us fighting our natural selves, you know? Yep. Um, and why, I don't think we need a, a, a fictitious, a fictitious, you know, horned demon, you know? Yeah, we don't no, need that. I, There's enough evil inherent in us that we're fighting every day. You're yeah. 100% correct. Grant Wilson, what, uh, so when does the event start tonight? So there's a VIP dinner tonight, uh, I believe six, but the real event kind of kicks off for anybody who wants to just come uh, tomorrow, I believe at 10 okay. a.m. and it just goes from so, there. Yeah. Shooting Star Casino, ladies and gentlemen, it's 10 a.m. tomorrow. Grant Wilson, eight seasons of Ghost Hunters, fantastic. Grant, thank you so much for spending uh, your time with us just before this event, and thank of course you guys. In, in the Halloween season. It's wonderful having you on. Thank you. Thank you. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween to you. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show.